the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For his comeback. We want to see our president. And I say our president, meaning um, the people's president. And what should they expect? Maybe settling some scores. American Conservative Union Chair Matt Schlapp. By the same token, um, I think he's going to talk about this coalition that he built. I mean, it's a coalition unlike the Republican Party's ever seen before. He's very popular among Republicans. On ABC's This Week, Senator Rob Portman. I do think that the policies are what's even more popular, and that's why Republicans actually did pretty well in 2020, other than the presidential level. I'm Ben Thomas. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Thanks for tuning in to AM 1280. The Patriot weather for today, we got a high of 30 and snow moving into a low of 22 for tonight. Tomorrow, high of 23 and sunny with a low of 14. Embark with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel. The Stand with Israel tour, October 27th through November 5th, will explore important biblical sites in the Holy Land and discover rich details of Israel's significance historically and currently. Join your fellow Patriots by signing up today. Worry-free booking is open now at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey! Nobody told me it was going to be a rocket! Jane! Get me off this crazy thing! Oh, wait. I'm just in the studio. Well, I. Sorry, I was just in the middle of a dream there. Hey! I am not Brad Carlson, hence my surprise at the opening theme, which I haven't heard in forever. But like Brad, it's fair to say that, well, I am. Yeah, what the heck. I'm Mitch Berg, in for Brad Carlson, who is off on assignment today. Uh, The final day of a month-long assignment Brad has been on, uh, which has led to a a plethora of guest hosts. Myself today and mm, three weeks ago. Last week, of course, uh, Jack Tomczak and Ben Cruzy, the former Up and Adam crew from the Boutique Talk Station, who, by the way, are still uh, hard at work on their podcast of the same name, which has been going ever since they left the uh, the Boutique Talk Station. They're great. I, I miss having them on the air. And I miss the previous week's uh, guest. Two weeks ago today, Walter Hudson, one of the best out there. I mean, both of these uh, crews, uh, Walter Jack, Ben, they all belong on the radio somewhere. And it's it's one of life's pettier injustices that they are not uh, on the radio. If I if I owned a radio station, I'd have them all on the air next week, next weekend, whenever, whenever I could get them on, uh, along with, well, Brad and myself, who are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, along with our good friend King Banyan, who's heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We're the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We are about a month away. No, we are about a week away from our 17th anniversary on the radio, dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio, which, let's be honest means dominating Twin Cities media of all types because Monday through Friday, I mean, who cares? I mean, that's, it's, that's just something that, that goes over the network while people wait to get on 
uh, get on YouTube. I, I'm kidding. We have some great uh, hosts on here on the weekday as well, covering the national beat. Hugh Hewitt in the morning, uh, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, uh, Sebastian Gorka, and uh, Larry Elder, of course, afternoon drive uh, so to covering the national beat like nobody else, certainly in this market. So uh, tune in 24-7, 365 days a week. Never sleep. Stay listening kidding sleep take care of yourself but we need you we need you to be strong for the fight here uh we need you to to keep your mental faculties as well as your physical faculties together because we've got a country to save as larry elder says at the beginning of every hour of his broadcast and it's very true you need to have the physical stamina to fight the fight and it is going to be a fight and you need to have the mental stamina to not wallow around this world saying really, really stupid things. Speaking of really stupid things, uh, Representative Eric Swalwell is practically a synonym for the term. Duke Nukem uh, of yore, uh, trying to (laughs) be his own version of the squad, might be, along with the aforementioned squad, one of the great boons to the GOP in 2022. They they are the sort of anti- uh, anti-influence that that you'd have a hard time paying for if you were a political party. Duke Nukem uh, wrote this about Neela Tandon, whose Twitter feed got her booted, uh, or at least got her some serious uh, controversy in going for a cushy appointment as as Biden's budget director. Uh, Eric Swalwell tweeted. Uh, by the way, Eric Swalwell, Chinese agent. Uh, wrote as follows this past week. I represent one of the largest Indian American districts in the U.S. How do I look at what's happening to Neera Tandon and tell little girls of South Asian descent that they'll have the same opportunities in life as white men? The answer, I can't. And that's a shame. Submitted for your approval. The Vice President of the United States the currently sitting Vice President of the United States, say what you will about her merits, of which there are few, but to the point Representative Swalwell is trying to make, she is of South Asian descent. She is, by some measure, the second most powerful person in the world. Point the second. One of the leading contenders, and I will be honest, one of my favorite contenders, although she has certainly uh, earned herself some ire from from the Trump crowd that is currently on the ascendant of the Republican Party, is former South Carolina governor and former uh, U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley, who is, I think it's fair to say, one of the front runners for the presidency, for the GOP nomination uh, in three years from now, who is... I hasten to mention a woman of South Asian, in this case, Sikh descent, Sikh being a, a, a tribe or a nationality, an ethnicity and a religion on the Indian subcontinent, distinct from Hinduism. I, I read it up a while ago, honest. I also stayed at a Hollywood Express once upon a time. Uh, at any rate, the second most powerful person in America, arguably one of the two most powerful, well, not even arguably, one of the two most powerful women in America, the other being Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> are, 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 she's, a, she's a South Asian woman. So I, I would ask Representative and Chinese agent Swalwell, rather than worry about what he is going to tell, quote, little girls of South Asian descent, end quote, that they have no future because Neera Tandon flamed out with extreme prejudice because of her deeply ill-advised Twitter feed. Although, again, Hugh Hewitt makes the point, she should be confirmed. Presidents should have the ability to have their team uh, lined up uh, on their side here. It's out of my control, like, like most everything in D.C., But what I would worry about if I were Chinese agent and Representative Swalwell, don't worry what you're going to tell little, and I quote, little girls of South Asian descent, what they'll have to uh, to look forward to in terms of opportunities. What I would do if I were him, and, and 
thank merciful heavens I am not, is discuss with the little white boys of Orange County what they can do to not turn out to be intellectual and moral failures like him and leave the South Asian girls to to fend for themselves because judging by current evidence, the South Asian late women, Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, Nikki Haley, former governor, former U.N. ambassador, on the short list for most conservatives to for, for the nomination in 2024, they're doing pretty darn well. You, on the other hand, Eric Swalwell, uh, are are barely registering a pulse as as a moral creature in in this in this debate. I, I could probably shorten that TLDR version of a response to Eric Swalwell's tweet by saying, "Oh, just shut up and get your moral legs under you already, Mister Chinese agent who wants to nuke gun owners." <sighs> anyway. I didn't want to take much of a tangent to talk about Eric Swalwell and uh, mission accomplished, although it was probably more than the fellow deserved. What I do want to talk about is this. I have been railing, along with much of conservative talk radio, at government's response to the COVID pandemic, pretty much since government had a response to the COVID pandemic. And this response has has been pretty bipartisan the the trump administration did some things very well did some other things very very poorly uh one thing by the way i've gotten into some trench fight debates over is was the president right about this time a year ago actually to say yeah it'll be gone by easter well clearly it wasn't so the question i have is this should a leader facing a crisis, wallow in depression, and say, yeah, we're doomed. You're all going to get sick. Many of you are going to lose 500,000 dead. Just buck up. Should, should they be like Jimmy Carter, by the way, who gave his honest opinion in a speech, when I was, or actually a radio address when I was 14 years old, in which he said, yeah, nope, America's peak years are behind us. It's time to tighten up our belts and get ready for... Uh, a generation or more, maybe an eternity of decline. And by the way, yeah, my generation got what it needed and my younger generation that I'm talking to, you're probably not. Which was one of a number of events that, by the way, started me on my long uh, eight-year journey from being a chipper young Democrat or actually a child in a Democratic household to being a conservative voting for Ronald Reagan when I was 21. At any rate, I'm I'm thinking when when people were criticizing President Trump a year ago with some justification for saying, yeah, it's it's not not that big of a deal. We're going to be fine. We're going to we're going to get through this thing. I'm wondering if these same people had they heard Winston Churchill's Dunkirk speech in 1940. And no, I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Winston Churchill as an orator or a statesperson. I, I am. Comparing the audiences, however, would the same audience listen to Winston Churchill saying after after, by the way, the British army had gotten kicked out of France, been evacuated, mostly intact, but without most of its equipment. And one of the great miracles of history, the evacuation of Dunkirk, which saved roughly 300,000 men out of an army of about 300,000. And a bunch of French to go along with it uh, before France surrendered. I, I wonder if these same people would have listened, not knowing the future, to Winston Churchill at the time when he said, we shall fight on the beaches and on the landing grounds. We will fight in the hills and the streets and the fields. And if need be, we will retreat uh, to the dominions of Canada and the rest of the empire and there with the grace of the new world come back and, and, and win our country back again someday. And I'm wondering if these same people who are ripping on President Trump for putting the best face he could on it in front of a nation that was being fed an awful lot of gloom and doom, in retrospect, much of it justified. And if these people would have said, 
Well, Prime Minister Churchill is being such a Pollyanna. He's being he's he's, he's being so so upbeat in the face of I mean the Nazis have a lot of bombers and they have a lot of tanks. They just took over all of Europe and the British Army uh, basically retreated across the English Channel with zero tanks, zero cannons, nothing larger than a rifle. And you have a, a British Army right now with raising new troops that are armed with pikes, weapons that went out of fashion in the 1600s. What is Churchill talking about? I could just see this on 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 MSBNC, that's MS British National Television, in, in 1940, as the pundits took apart Winston Churchill. Was Trump right? Of course not. On the facts, he was not right. Uh, COVID did not go away by Easter or Fourth of July or Christmas. Heck, it's still with us. And by the way, his successor... Joe Biden, I almost said Kamala Harris, but that's not legally factual. She's not technically the president yet. All of his talk about having a plan. You remember the ads that were ran 50 times a day every time you turn the TV on? I have a plan. I have a plan. He has a plan. It's the same as Trump's. So what is a leader supposed to do? Well, I'll tell you one thing a leader doesn't do. Do what our leadership has done so far. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Mike Gallagher thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour again in 2021. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. The following is a paid announcement. The advertiser was paid a marketing fee for a digital campaign. Please make sure to review our disclaimer on our report page. The new year is here, and the time is now to capitalize on the gold stocks boom in the U.S. markets. More stimulus and higher inflation could potentially drive gold prices to record highs in 2021. And with gold exploration stocks poised to skyrocket in the coming months, you have an opportunity to position your trades with red-hot gold exploration stock opportunities. Text the word GOLD to 48542. Get front row access to market intelligence when you text the word GOLD to 48542 and to set your investment research strategy to hyper-growth mode with your free subscription to the Gold Market Research Report. Text GOLD to 48542 and have this red-hot intelligence delivered directly to your mobile device so you can make decisions as market conditions change. If you're interested in our hit list of the most promising gold exploration stocks, then text the word GOLD to 48542 and don't get left behind in 2021. Text GOLD to 48542. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the U.S. and Liberty. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, this year marks our 20th year on the air. 
We're celebrating all the live long year with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, including some from the deep dark past, maybe even an event or two. But we're not going to spoil that surprise. I, I know. You'll find out soon. Trust me. Uh, by the way, you can keep in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. Thank you for 20 great years on the air, and we cannot, uh, we got a bad case of loving our entire audience, and we can't wait for 20 more years. By the way, we are less than a week away. Next Saturday, by the way, we'll be 17 years of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We went on the air on March 6th. Night, uh, 2004. Holy cow, that's a long time ago. Uh, back then, it was a cast of nine people, which was windowed down to seven. No, I think almost 10 people for the first day. Uh, we were windowed down to seven people after the first day, and it uh, gradually became six people. We'll, we'll, be, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer to the anniversary because we got some fun stuff coming up here. And no, not just like the 10th anniversary party that I've been planning for the last seven years and now have have to find a new venue for us since uh, Keegan's is dead and gone. Thank you, Governor Clink. <sighs> try and try and run a party for a bunch of few hundred of my best friends, and this is what I get. Anyway, uh, that's uh, we're twentieth anniversary of this station, seventeenth year of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. By the way, nineteenth year of my blog being in existence here. We just uh, passed that's nineteenth uh, anniversary, so I'm in year twenty. Of shot in the dark dot info, and uh, yeah, we talked about a month ago about how uh, important that's been in my life personally, and I thank you all for all of it because without an audience, it wouldn't matter. We'd just be talking at the wall, kind of like the local liberal station does. Oh, sorry. All right. Uh, so we're talking before the break about the beef I have with government and its approach to COVID. Now, not the Trump administration per se, public health at all levels. And and to say that Donald Trump had a, a, a huge dispositive influence on public health authorities around the country, I think would be giving him too much credit and, and giving public health authorities perhaps less culpability than they deserve. Uh, because I think it'd be fair to say that the Minnesota Department of Health, whatever you could say about it, and I will say much, is many things, but certainly not an organization that has ever been at Donald Trump's beck and call back when he, and I emphasize the past tense nature of this statement, back when he was the president. Governor Klink, uh, sorry, what was that? Oh, Governor Waltz, sorry. Uh, Governor Waltz, would certainly, I mean, he, I, I, I think it'd be safe to say that there's only one time that Governor Waltz ever marched to a beat that Donald Trump banged out on a drum anywhere, and that would have been the night of the riots when Donald Trump started talking about sending the regular army to Minneapolis, which rousted Governor Clink from his uh, slumber and got him to actually call out the national. I did it again. I call. I, I thought I called him Waltz. Sorry. I, I inadvertently compare uh, the governor of Minnesota to Wilhelm Klink, the buffoonish commander of the uh, fictional Stalag Luft 13 in, uh, in the, 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 the absurdly uh, bad TV show Hogan's Heroes from 50 years ago. I don't know where that comes from at any rate. Uh, public health authorities, long story short. You're too late, Mitch. Anyway, long, we'll try again. Long story short, government with or without Trump has made a complete botch of this. And and I will echo Ben Shapiro, who's heard daily on our sister station, uh, F Freedom 1570, in saying, we now have government officials from Dr. Fauci on down who are now saying that, well, we, we, have, a, we have a vaccine out there, but don't go thinking life's going to go anywhere back near to normal. No, Siri, Bob, we've got the... We get to look forward to the here comes here comes the term the new normal. Ah! I hate that term so bad. <laughs> not because there might not be some newness in our normality, uh, as there has been, by the way, as as mankind has dealt with pandemics throughout its history. We we used to deal with pandemics constantly in our society, major cities were an amazing cesspool 
of microbes, viruses, and infectious material for for centuries. In fact, it's it's the the role of cities, towns, even villages, people living in close proximity year round, as opposed to roaming the plains and hunting and gathering, created really shaped the modern human immune system. Uh, because every time a city would form, people would pass uh, pass diseases around to each other, and people would gradually develop immunity to some of them, the ones that had an immune response, or periodically get cut down in droves by the diseases to which we had none. I point you to the bubonic plague throughout Europe uh, in the uh, from the 800s through the 1500s. I mean, at, at various points, killed two-thirds of the population of some parts of Europe. Now, there's a pandemic. Boy, ah, that's when they made serious pandemics. But but it, it's mankind, and by the way, that was the worst example, but there have been many smaller ones. I mean, tuberculosis was endemic in the United States uh, in the 1920s and 1930s. It caused huge problems. Polio, we remember. Well, most of you don't. Ask your parents or your grandparents' kids or your great-grandparents. Polio was a pandemic that struck from nowhere, was somewhat inscrutable, and cut people down in the prime of their lives. And so before I was born, when the various, uh, first the Jonas, uh, the Salk vaccine and then various vaccines that followed on from that came out in the late 1950s, uh, and was declared safe and effective by the authorities of the day, the FDA and its predecessors. The news was met with a jubilance that's hard to, well, I'd say, given the way we're being, we're having our expectations lowered over COVID these days, is impossible to explain to people today. Literally, and, and by the way, I'm going to this uh, story. Well, church bells rang out from coast to coast. Factories blew their whistles. Newspaper headlines exclaimed, polio routed, a historic victory, monumental, sensational, said newscasters of the day. This is exciting stuff. People erupted with joy across the United States. Some people danced in the streets, literally, not being hyperbolic here. Others cried publicly at a time when people didn't cry publicly. Much better time, in my humble opinion. Kids were sent home from school, not to be safe, but to celebrate their their families. And by the way, this is a much smaller, it's a deadly and scarifying pandemic. Look it up, kids. Polio, horrible, debilitating disease that killed fewer people than COVID. I, I, I took those quotes from a, a story in that noted conservative tool, The Atlantic, by a woman that I've spoken of on this show in the past, a woman named Zainab Tufekci. She's a, uh, a professor, an adjunct professor, actually a, a professor of a variety of subjects in North Carolina. And she is a contributing writer to The Atlantic. She's also one of the rarest breeds that I can think of, a someone who writes about science from the perspective of someone who understands science. In other words, not someone who takes something that, that some authority, maybe not even necessarily a scientist, passes to them and passes it on uncritically because they don't know how to think critically about it because, well, and I say this with all due respect sincerely to my journalist friends out there, but as P.J. O'Rourke once said, journalists are journalists because they only had good enough science grades to get into journalism school. And this is true. And I say that with all due respect, and I'm not being cynical or sarcastic when I say that most of the time is my Murphy. When, when I say it's not most reporters strong suit, shall we say, uh, Zanit Tefekci knows how to read, knows how to think critically. She's not the only journalist in America, but she's one that has been pretty consistent about it. For example, I was calling out her work last May when we were broadcasting from home, when things were shut down pretty hard. She was the first person in the mainstream advocacy media to note research published by the CDC showing 
information from studies in South Korea and Taiwan indicating that COVID was spread not by surfaces, not by people sneezing on a on a on a elevator button and passing it by people touching the button and, and ingesting the virus. Almost never, almost no correlation between what's called fomite uh, spread or, or surface spread. It's almost entirely spread by, by, by airborne spread. And by the way, under specific circumstances. Zenith actually came out with another article in The Atlantic this past week that goes over the things that government, public health, and the media are getting terribly wrong and unscientific. More on that when we come back on the Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call, 651-289-4488. You can also join me on so many social media platforms, it's hard to keep track of, but we got Facebook at the Northern Alliance Radio Network page, where I am streaming live right now. Give me a holler there, and what I feel is the need to tell you about the rest. Well, I can say, and I can and I will say. Sorry, George, I'm, I'm, I'm on this. We're also uh, live on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. I'm also on MeWe at Mitchburg. That's M-E-W-E. It's the version of Facebooky kind of thing that doesn't actually censor you if you're conservative, which is cool. We like that. Also, Gab.com. It's a place for conservatives to talk. So, what is my life without... 
you out there in the audience? Well, it's not on the radio. I'll say that. So thank you. And there's so many ways for you to get a hold of this broadcast, including good old-fashioned telephone, 651-289-4488. Talking about uh, an article this past week in The Atlantic by Zainab Tufekci. Say that five times fast. Yes, it's a good thing my mother lived in Turkey for all those years. I learned a thing or two. But uh, she wrote a great piece uh, this past week uh, entitled Five Pandemic Mistakes We Keep Repeating. Subtitled, We Can Learn From Our Failures. Emphasis on the operative word, we can learn from our failures. The question is, the unstated question is, will we? Well, I have my concerns about the current pack of hamsters that are running the show in D.C. and in St. Paul. Uh, second paragraph of Ms. Tefecci's piece, Professor Tefecci's piece. The problem, she says, isn't that good news isn't being. And, and by the way, she opened up with the great news that the polio vaccine was treated rightly as. And by the way, uh, this is even more so with other great pandemics in history. For example, smallpox, far and away the deadliest pandemic in human history, uh, uh, not just a pandemic, but an epidemic, something that kept popping up here and there, hither and yon throughout human history as different strains mutated. And when the fir- it was the first vaccine ever invented because it was by virology standards a relatively simple one to to perfect this is i believe in the early 1800s and the idea was to give people a mild case of cowpox a milder strain of the disease which left them immune to smallpox and even up until my childhood i mean i still have a scar on my upper left arm from where i had a smallpox vaccine because the disease had not yet been eradicated technically it still hasn't but kids aren't getting vaccinated anymore because we have Knock wood, herd immunity. But the, 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 and we've had it for decades, maybe over a century now here in America because people have been vaccinated that long. That it's hard. Zenith Tufekci uh, talked, spoke in, in the first paragraph of this piece that I'm getting to here about the joy, the rapture with which the polio vaccine was greeted 60 years ago. And that, in turn, was uh, a, a, a firecracker in the wind compared to the hallelujahs that greeted the smallpox vaccine, because smallpox was a horrible disease uh, down there with the bubonic plague. I mean, it was disproportionately responsible for wiping out close to 90 percent of the Native American population two, two and three hundred years ago. It, it wiped out entire vast swaths of indigenous populations worldwide as Europeans who had developed some resistance, if not immunity to it, even before vaccines spread it unwittingly or some historians argue deliberately. Uh, another whole question here. So, and and after these vaccines were invented, after public health measures were able to conquer some other uh, contagions that were not amenable to vaccination, like cholera, typhoid fever, malaria, tuberculosis, after they came up with cures rather than vaccines. And by the way, public health measures like sanitation, insecticide spraying against malaria carrying mosquitoes and on and on and on. All of these were followed by something that would be hard to explain to the CDC, the Department of Health and an organi- a non-organized organization I'm going to call Big Karen the mass of people who are engaged in scolding people into submission based on dubious science, but a whole lot of misplaced moral certainty. And that is the idea that, that after all these pandemics, life went back to normal. Normal changed a bit. There was, a, I hate to use the term new normal, but the new normal was, yeah, you you sprayed If you lived in the tropics, in the malaria zone, you sprayed for mosquitoes. If you lived along a river, you made sure that you built sanitary facilities to take the sewage away from the drinking water supply to stop spreading some other diseases like uh, cholera. 
cauliflower, not a disease. In fact, uh, quite a yummy uh, cruciform vegetable. Okay, never mix the two up. So there was, the normal changed. But whatever the changes were made, deferred to the normal, the the need, not just the urge, but the need to have a social life and an economic life and and, and a political life and, and a community life. Because we may not have had PhDs in public health telling us this in the 17, 18, early 1900s for the most part, but it was something people just knew. And so as we, as a species, conquered or at least beat back the frontiers of some of these diseases that have been harvesting human lives for since the dawn of, of cities and civilization, uh, the normal was the goal. So now we have COVID, and we're being told that there's going to be a new normal, and boy, is it going to be awful. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, uh, who by this past week, uh, who, who Ben Shapiro refers to as the greatest doctor in all time, except, of course, for, for Dr. Jill Biden, this past week announced vaccinated people shouldn't dine outdoors or go to the theater and quite yet, or for that matter, uh, a long list of other things that you're not supposed to do even after you've had the vaccine, which, by the way, we have been told for the past year, A, is impossible. We're not going to get inside of four years. B, will be the, the solution to all of our problems. Well, suddenly it's not going to be the solution to all of our problems. And, and we're being told with a straight face by our media overlords that there's going to be a new normal and we're never going back to the old normal. Which brings me back to the piece by Zainab Tufekci, uh, who, who, who talks about the five things that our government and our public health apparatus and really the people who have accreted around them, I'll just refer to them as Big Karen. And when I say Big Karen, both words are in caps, sort of like Big Pharma, Big Oil, Big Steel, Big Education, Big Left, Big Karen. The institutional mass of people who are scolding you and shaming you for wanting to have a normal life, to even grab little bits of normal life. For example, well, I'll save the example because it, it, it bears on, on the discussion coming up. Uh, Zainab Tefekshi points out that, that our government, our response at the highest level has, for the last year, has made five really crucial mistakes botch five things really really terribly not just not thing not we're not talking specific logistic issues like distributing vaccines although make no mistake about it the waltz administration is botching that with a capital b and that stands for botch and that stands for dead senior citizens and people playing absurd bureaucratic games as they as they wait for politically favored classes to get their vaccinations before they or their loved ones can, who are actually vulnerable. This idea of vaccinating teachers first when there is virtually no evidence that children uh, spread the virus at all. That's another whole issue. We've talked about that in the past. And, And by the way, if you're a teacher with type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, obesity, heart conditions, lung conditions, uh, the rest, all the rest of the comorbidities. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll let you out of there. Too. Go, go get your vaccine. Get on it. But if you are a teacher in their 20s or 30s uh, without comorbidities, why are you jumping ahead of 65-year-olds? Why are you jumping ahead of people with actual measurable mortality rates from COVID? Why? What what is your moral justification? I'm not asking your union. They have no moral justification for much of anything they do inside or outside of COVID. How do you justify it to yourself and the people around you? How do you justify it to your parents and your grandparents? If you're a teacher and you're justifying this, by all means, give me a call. 651-289-4488. The five things that Zainab Tufekci points out that we have gotten wrong, other than logistics, other than superfluous bits of leadership uh, by politicians on both sides, other than Andrew Cuomo's 
colossal flub, bloody, horrible, mass fatal flub, uh, criminal flub that killed thousands in New York State. We're talking things that are more violations of science and public health and group psychology. First one is called risk compensation. She points out one of the most important problems undermining the pandemic response has been the mistrust and paternalism that some public health agencies have exhibited towards the public. In other words, this idea that if they if they tell the public the real honest to goodness truth that a vaccine may do the trick, the fact that you may have had COVID may make you immune. It's going to make you prone to do stupid things. We'll come back and talk about the corrosive paternalism of that approach when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. One diamond ring, two dozen long stem roses, three pounds of Belgium dark chocolate, or $2,500 off a new high-efficiency furnace and air conditioning combo from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Take advantage of their biggest sale yet and surprise your loved ones today with the gift of year-round comfort. With up to $2,500 off a new high-efficiency furnace and air conditioning combination, there will be extra money left in your pockets to pick up a lovely gift for that special someone. This offer of $2,500 off a high-efficiency furnace and AC combo from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning ends February 28th. Bring home a gift that keeps giving all year-round. Visit standardheating.com today. Providing comfort and quality brands like York for 91 years. That's standardheating.com slash patriot. Or call in today and let them know the Patriot sent you. Standard Heating, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? Yeah. Hey, don't forget, if you know someone who could benefit from a private Christian education, maybe even your own family, uh, you're exploring options, perhaps, reach out to us at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. There you will see a list of our partnering schools and learn how we can save you up to 50% off your first year of tuition, helping you secure a great education for your family and save you half off. What could be better? We've helped well over 100 Twin Cities families access private education, and we'd be happy to help you, too. So... 
Go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com, and all you will have to say is, you'll be losing. Not even that, perhaps. 651-289-4488 at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Uh, by the way, you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. We're on Twitter until uh, other platforms take over the role. It hasn't quite happened yet, but with a little bit of luck, Gab will be uh, fitting into that role soon enough here. Uh, I am on Gab right now at uh, Mitch, uh, Mitch P. Berg and also on MeWe at the same address. Parlor, I have not poked my nose back out there, but the station is out on Parlor, so make sure you uh, check, check us out on Parlor if you want to get away from all the censorship. However... Since the the lingua franca for the, I don't know, unhinged crowd is still Twitter, uh, we're out there as well as on Facebook because they still have the live stream. And as soon as MeWe comes up with a decent live stream platform, I will be out on it. However, a shout out to those of you watching via the live stream on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Salute. Thanks for joining us here today as well as all of the rest of you out there. Uh, we're talking this uh, hour and maybe a chunk of next hour about Zainab Tufekci's piece in the Atlantic, which I'll be writing about on my blog this coming week. Five pandemic mistakes we keep repeating. The first one, I like to call it uh, the Daisy Rifle, uh, the, the the Daisy Rifle response. And and by the way, the BB gun response. You recall the one from the movie Christmas Story, where uh, young Hugh Hewitt. I'm sorry, he only looks like Hugh Hewitt. He wasn't actually a young Hugh Hewitt, but. Uh, where where Ralphie wants a a a, a D, uh, Red Rider Daisy BB gun for Christmas, and his mother and everyone else says, "Oh, you're shoot your eye out." The idea that that Ralphie, uh, third grader, I believe in the in the story, was uh, not responsible enough to handle something as like like a like a Daisy BB gun. And by the way, if you've had young boys. It's not wrong, but it's also uh, so something that is deeply insulting to to the people for whom whose whose decisions you're making. As Zainab Tefekshi puts, and, and and by the way, I, the, the the your shoot your eye out bit makes sense, but really, when you when you put the government in the role of being the parent, someone who says, "Well, you'll you'll you'll." If we if you if we tell you the whole truth about something, you'll just do something stupid because, well, you're all stupid. You're a bunch of deplorables. You know what this is getting, right? Zenit Tefekci writes, and I quote, the theory that things that improve our safety might provide a false sense of security and lead to reckless behavior is attractive. I mean, it's contrarian and clever and it fits the quote. Here's something surprising we smart folks thought about mold uh, that appeals to, well, people who think of themselves as smart. Unsurprisingly, such fears have greeted efforts to persuade the public to adopt almost every advance in safety, including seatbelts, helmets, and condoms. But time and again, the numbers tell a different story. Even if safety improvements cause a few people to behave recklessly, the benefits overwhelm the ill effects. In any case, most people are already interested in staying safe from a dangerous pathogen. Ding, 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 ding. That is such an intense uh, observation right there. And something that if you were to tell Janet Malcolm or Governor Klink that actually motivates people, the idea that, did I? I called him Governor Klink. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Anyway, you, you, you were to tell people, 500,000 people have died of this, more than Americans than died in World War II, heading for as many Americans as died in the Civil War, granted a time when we had uh, one-tenth as many people. Uh, By the way, World War II, when we had twice as many people, so we need to still lose a lot more people to get to that proportional level. Anyway, I'm digressing here. If you tell people this is a pathogen that has killed a half a million people and we have a vaccine, what do you suppose the odds are that the people are going to go, ooh, I don't want to get that disease? It sounds like, especially since I could stand to lose 20, 30 pounds and I've been smoking and uh, my, my A1C is up there a little. My blood sugar is a little high. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think 
humans have a self-preservation instinct. Do you think that people are capable of acting in their best interests? Well, people who believe government belongs in a role as your parent, if you believe government's role legitimately is saying, you'll shoot your eye out with that virus, you'll shoot your eye out and kill your grandparents if you socialize with people taking prudent precautions, you'll, you'll, By the way, if we tell you that the vaccine actually makes it perfectly safe to go out and socialize with people, and by the way, the fact that you actually tested positive for antibodies last summer does in fact mean you're immune, you'll just misuse that freedom. This is not just a mark of people who think of themselves as smarter than you. This is the response of people who consider themselves who consider government to be like your parent and consider themselves to be qualified to join in parenting you on your behalf. So that's the first of the five things that our government and our COVID response at all levels is botching and botching unforgivably. I had hopes to be through all five of them by the end of this hour. Clearly, I have not, so I'm going to extend this topic because this article is so important. I'll be posting it on my blog this week sometime, which is, I guess, a muted way of saying, check my blog five days a week every week. Anyway, I haven't written the piece yet, but I will because this is important. Just the first one alone is huge. This idea that our public health authorities, including quite clearly in as many words, Governor Klink, uh, who whose health economist, healthcare economist last May said, well, we don't want to put out the the, the data, the, the code we used for our model because people might, you know, use it and get different results than us. That's another way of saying government thinks you're too stupid to decide your own destiny, too stupid to take care of yourself, too stupid not to walk into walls if without their good graces to keep you pointed down the hallway. Oh, yes, I'm a little revved up by this. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. I got into an accident on my way home from work one day, and my car was totaled. Hi, I'm Diana from Shoreview. So the rental that I was given was an Elantra. So I was like, I like this car. I want to go find an Elantra. I'm a first-time car shopper, and I had to do it all by myself because I don't have any family around. I was very scared walking into it because I always hear those cliches about car shopping. When I first walked through the doors at Invergrove Hyundai, they greeted me with a smile and they seemed like very genuinely kind people. I was surprised at how painless the process was. 
If you're looking for a great deal on a car and an excellent care team, I highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. Get up to $3,500 in total savings and 0% financing for up to 60 months on the 2021 Tucson. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Celebrating two decades.